What's up, everyone? You're listening to the Visually Stunning Movie Podcast, where you can get real, honest opinions about films that are opening in your theaters soon, and every once in a while, an older film as well. So stay tuned. Enjoy what you're hearing. Don't forget to like us and follow us on social media, at VS Movie Podcast. You know how all that works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Raya Disney Plus. Uh, two uh, big shows right now. Uh, from competing... <laughs> Labels, if you will. Um, star, one Star Wars, yeah. one Marvel. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we Obi-Wan Kenobi, which we are in full episode four of six, has hit. Uh, and this week, Ms. Marvel premiered. I don't know how many episodes she's going to get. Just, just yeah, it was the first episode this week, and I think there's... Got to be six or seven. Yeah, I think. Of, yeah. Uh, so let's let's talk about Disney Plus for a second uh, and these two because they they they're overlapping them, which yeah. is weird. Normally that that seems odd, but uh, so let's let's talk about Kenobi for a second. We're again we're four of six in. Uh, how are you feeling in general about Ewan McGregor returning to this role, and what do you think of the storyline so far? There's not really any spoilers because everyone should have seen episode well, three or four by now. Uh, or yeah, if you ha- or at least the first one. If you've seen the first episode, I don't think we'll talk about anything that goes way beyond that. But right. or there's a couple things. But I, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm of two minds to a certain extent on this one, um, because there is the part of me that's like it's enjoyable. Um, I think it's been fairly well done. Um, you know, it's I. I my issue with the prequels wasn't necessarily the stories themselves, but it was the way they were told. And so Obi-Wan is going back and, and, and the clone wars, uh, the animated stuff did this as well. And kind of elevating, mm-hmm. um, the material, uh, I think to a, a little bit, it, um, it respects the, the, the material in a way. I think that, um, sometimes uh, well most people outside of the star wars universe didn't i guess um so they've they've approached it as if you know that that the prequels were probably better received than they actually were or have aged better than they have and that's fine because in a way i i mean honestly i thought clone the clone wars that's the one thing it did really well was it took some of the ideas uh, that Lucas had like planted seeds mm-hmm. um, for and, and turned them into what we actually wanted to see. Right. Um, so uh, to that end, I, I think great. I've, I'm enjoying it. I'm having fun. I love Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. The other half of me is how in the world does this work into the original timeline? You know, uh, how does it, doesn't this invalidate the Prince of Le- princess Leia you know, R2 message where she's basically talking to someone that's a stranger. And yeah. and now we know that they know each other. And this is, uh, you know, and, and this is, this is not new in the Star Wars universe. It, it's, it's had a continuity problem all of the, all the time, yeah. all over the place. And it, and it, it always has. And it's, it's just ironic that they have a team of people who make sure that they don't have 
and, and they can explain and and most of them can give you a legitimate okay well this is why and this is why and this is why but it's so convoluted at some point that it's like well you know, you know what what did you're trying I, I too hard to explain it well it's just it's just well and and i think ultimately what what is what is kind of frustrating is star wars is stuck in this corner of its universe mm-hmm. its characters it's all of it it is stuck within just a, a particular time frame and we keep mining and mining that that era because for whatever reason we can't seem to get anything to stick that goes beyond it and and I, i'm just hoping that at some point we can jump out of the skywalker universe and i think part of it's because you know all's well that ends well and it didn't exactly end well um yeah and i don't th- i don't think any amount of i don't think you can tinker in a way that would make it better um, I don't think you're going to get. I mean, maybe if we got a Poe Dameron series, or we got, you know, if they, they, that that would like go. Oh no, his character really isn't as stupid as this, or whatever. And, well, and we're, Ray, we're, we're getting Andor. Yeah, so we'll see what happens there. But it, it's just, uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, Star Wars is in a weird place. It's 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 got a uh, it's 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 got to figure out because there's stories that can be told that are outside of, of this little box that, that don't take place within um, two generations right. or three, three generations. Um, uh, but I think they have the creative team to do some really neat stuff um, and to plan it out better. Yeah. Uh, because I think, I think that's part of the thing about, about star Wars is a lot of it wasn't pre-written. So there were ideas yeah. that developed, um, you know, I mean, if 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 Lucas had really thought that Luke and Leia were going to be family members, would they would they have kissed in, you know, Empire Strikes Back? I I don't think so. I think that's probably an idea that came to him later. And there were there's also you know there's lots of little things here and there um, that that feel inconsistent. Um, you can again you can explain your way out of it, right. but you shouldn't have to. Right. Uh, yeah. See. My- one of the weird things you're right. I can I can enjoy Kenobi, and I can also completely understand every gripe that I have seen on the internet and on Twitter and you know YouTube. I I understand every single complaint from the ridiculously retarded hate culture. I can go. I can see how you could say that. Now they're mining it for all it's worth, but then I can also see all of the the legitimate criticism of this series. It's like, yeah, I get it, but it, it, it can still be enjoyable if you allow yourself to just go in and enjoy it. Ironically, one of my problems is I think they shot this in the volume and I really loved that in the Mandalorian, but I think that was really intimate, but Kenobi feels more like a TV show than the Mandalorian did. Um, and I don't, I don't understand how that's possible because because Kenobi is is a lot more expansive, and you figure they put more money into it, and it, you know, and the technology is better. So it it just it to me every time I watch it, I just feel like I'm watching a cheaper show, and I don't understand why I would get that feel if they actually if if it's being shot the same way. I just I don't get it. Um, 
the other thing is, yeah, there's a lot of stupid in that show. There's a lot of stupid decisions. There's a lot of stupid sets. There's a, yeah, there's a lot of stupid actions. There's a lot of stupid dialogue. Um, but again, if you just kind of allow yourself to enjoy being back and you and McGregor as Obi-Wan is, is it, it's, it's lovely to see him in that role again. He's not, he's not messing it up. Um, I think he's limited by what they're giving him, uh, script wise. Uh, but again, I don't, I don't think it's terrible. Uh, but I think, I think there's a better version of Kenobi out there to be made. And if they are actually going to make a second season, I don't get why and or how, because now we're digging deeper into these timeline conflicts again. Um, but if they do, I at least hope they address some of that. Uh, and 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 clean this up a little bit because it's just it just feels off, uh, even though it's still enjoyable. You, I, I I still feel like it. You know, it, it, that that T-shirt's a little too loose or whatever. You know, it just you're just not quite comfortable enough. You can't get the chair adjusted right. You can still sit in it and you're fine, but it's not quite the way you'd like it. Um. So yeah, it's just weird. Um. You know, and and and, and I I have to see how it ends. I have to I, I before I. Because there, there are issues that I might have with it that are resolved by that point. But now, is it going to? Res- it's not going to resolve everything. No, but again, how many times have we said this about Disney Plus series? It all depends on how they tie it up. But they only have two episodes left to tie up a bunch of garbage, and it's like, is it going to feel rushed again? Like so many of the other series have, which have been fine. They've been enjoyable. They've been entertaining. They've expanded on some lore for whatever universe they're set in, but they always feel rushed. It's like, well, I think there's a difference too, because a lot of the other series, um, there's, I mean, there's only so much space for Kenobi to exist in, you know, there's only so much timeline where he can exist before it starts jumping into. And, uh, and so you almost feel like, okay, maybe you can get two seasons out of Kenobi, but you can't get five or six. No. And with the Marvel situation, you know, they can have a series and then have the, the storyline continue in a movie. Yep. Or, you know, so if it ends in kind of a way that's, that doesn't feel like it's complete, well, they have a master plan or that they can work something in and they can complete that storyline. Whereas we're this, you know, the Obi-Wan, it's like you're trapped in this little tiny room. Yep. Um, you know, and and eventually you're going to run out of space. Yeah, and and so I, yeah, and I I think there still could be some things that I mean I you know I I as I watch them I think okay um, if this was handed to me what would I do from here to kind of fix some of the inconsistencies and whatnot right. um, and I think and I do think there's plenty of ways. Um, and some of them would be more believable and likable than others, but uh, you know, I think there are there is things that they could do to make uh, everything line up a little better. They just haven't done them yet, right? Um, yeah, so we'll have to we'll have to see again how those last two episodes play out. Uh, which brings us to to Marvel yes. and, and Ms. Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, again, a lot of garbage on this one going in I, let me let me let me preface this oh really quick yeah. let me addendum uh, Kenobi I I never watched the Clone Wars animated stuff 
I have started. I'm in season one, so I'm I'm going yeah. back to rectify that. Uh, yeah, no, no, you, and you should. I mean, season one's a little rocky, but that that series um, was great because it it delivers on a lot of the things that Lucas kind of missed. Right. It gives you a lot of the stories and things that it's like, well, wait a minute, this is the story that should have been the movie. The movie should have been. A small, you know, or you yeah. know, a lot of that could have been, you know, the the the, the court system or whatever, the the Senate right. and all that, where so much time spent in there. When what we really wanted to see, well, that's what the the, the Clone Wars gives us—the action and the drama and the uh, a lot more emotional. I, I think more than anything, that's why people view Anakin. Um, those who have watched the Clone Wars view Anakin quite differently than those who haven't. Right. Um, and, and and so anyway uh, okay. but yeah but i am going back to watch it so uh but so ms marvel uh, i i'm going to here's my disclaimer i do not have a dog in this fight no, I, me neither i didn't read the comics i yeah i'm passingly familiar with her origin and you know the whatnot and and that's it so literally i just get to go in and see if they make a show about a girl that become or gets powers and make it in an entertaining way. And if they try to tie it into the larger, larger Marvel universe, I can, I can evaluate that, but I'm not going to sit here and nitpick, you know, all these different points about, about Kamala Khan, um, is Marvel. So, um, first I actually, uh, kind of like, the visuals in this, I like the way uh, they integrate her art, uh, the text messaging, instead of just being little bubbles popping up the screen. I love the way that they work her texting with Bruno, her friend. Uh, and and I love the way all of that's working. It, it's a, it's, it's a very uh, Spider-Man homecoming feel. Sure. Uh, I know some people have issues with, with that aspect of the show. Um, I understand why people would be upset about the her power's origin and that just in general always bothers me when people do that when when they if you adapt a character I mean unless the power gener I hate to say this about superheroes unless their power origin is so ridiculous that it doesn't really translate uh why would you change it you know what I mean this isn't like Deadpool co-opting uh Negasonic Teenage Warhead's name and kind of building a different character around it. This is a, a title character that they gave their own book, and then you're going to change the origin and powers. It's like, well, that seems self defeating, and apparently was a wreath, uh, an afterthought, and a reshoot. From what I understand, I could be wrong. That they went back and made some of those changes to her powers and origins. So. Well. And again, they're playing the long game because this is the, we know this is leading into the Marvels, the, mm-hmm. the, the movie, the Marvels. So this one, we, you know, a lot of, I guess, you know, with the Marvels, we, we, well, we don't know where Loki was leading into. We don't know where some of these things, but we, we knew that WandaVision was setting up Doctor Strange. We knew that, you know, so again, it's going to be an incomplete puzzle. But what I find hilarious is, you know, one one episode has been released, um, and it's you know people are out there giving it one star ratings, and it's like, 
wait till episode two. We've seen episode and, two. Yeah, well, and and actually, I I like both. I you know, I, I guess I I don't I, I I like to experience films that are not my that I'm not familiar with, or situations that I'm not familiar with. Right. I actually kind of I enjoy a lot of the contemporary high school set movies, which uh, this is you know it's a a Pakistani American set in America in New Jersey. I'm not pa- Pakistani. I have, or uh, you know, I'm I'm Scottish and and Swedish or whatever, you know, Swiss and whatever. But you know, but it, to me, it's interesting to just go into the, the the modern world of teenagers because it is so radically different um, than the world that I grew up in. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we I grew up in an era where you didn't determine the label you got. You were given a label, and that's why I think our generation or a lot of people of our generation are so opposed and hate labels because they weren't something we got to pick. And now these now now, you know, it's the, uh, the opposite. You know, you're given people have the freedom to label themselves, in, in, you know, down to the, uh, the smallest detail. Um, and so the idea, idea about that, I just love it. So there's that dynamic that I think is interesting. Um, but. I, you know, I mean, just the garbage that some people have to say. My my favorite review, and I didn't read a lot of them, but my favorite one was, it doesn't give any backstory. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's what this series is. Yeah, it's it's the freaking backstory. It's the origin. Like, how how ignorant and stupid. I mean, if that's your complaint. How do you, do you even understand that? The, I mean, it's a freaking origin story. It's it's the you know this is the freaking background. This is I just uh, I mean the, and the complaints. Some of them are just utterly ridiculous, and a lot of them you can't say after one episode. Right. Oh, wait, I I see the agenda. Do you see an agenda? I mean, okay, so let's say the agenda of this film is to let a writer tell a story from their perspective. So we're giving, which there are Pakistani Americans, we're allowing Pakistani Americans to write a story about their superhero. That's the agenda is just they want to tell a story. The real agenda that's going up against these things is there are people who want everything to be written just about them for them. And and that's just entirely unrealistic. I mean, if that's your attitude towards this or any other series, there's plenty of stuff that came out in the 50s and 60s for you. Yeah. Go back. Yeah, you, you don't want to watch any. See, don't watch any science fiction because all the science fiction was far too progressive for all of you. Uh, I mean, you know, you, they had they had a black woman on Star Trek. Yep. You know, don't go watch Star Trek. Go go back. Go back to whatever where it's all Leave white guys running around doing stuff. Just go. You know, go go in and revel in your your boring, non-realistic, you know, stories about the fake America that, that never existed. Go ahead, do it. <laughs> or, or if you want, make that story and sell it to the people who want it. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yep. Uh, you know, it, it's it's funny because, yeah, I mean, we've seen the first two. And the second one, obviously, because the first is all backstory and then boom power. And then... End of show. Yeah, and yeah. you know, second yeah. one, she starts to explore, Precisely. and I that it, the, and honestly, episode two, and this is mildly sport. It's not really a spoiler. I kind of got that early Tobey Maguire learning Spider-Man powers vibe. Well, it, there's a it, lot it, of sequences teen- exactly sure. like that. Sure, but it's 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 the teenager getting powers, um, and in this sense, you know, and and we've kind of you know she she knows she in this case she knows the comics. She is a huge Marvel fan. They have her go to a Marvel event, uh, what, Avengers, Avengers Con, and 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 it is the most over the top and wonderful uh, con that has never existed. I mean, if cons were like that, right? Goodness, um, maybe maybe I'm only saying that because my favorite cosplayer is in there um, <laughs> uh, twice in two different costumes. That's Riddle, but if you don't know who Riddle is, but she's she's. Uh, she does costuming and things for Marvel. And so they snuck her into a couple of scenes, but it's just, and it's like, Oh, Hey Ricky, how you doing? <laughs> um, but I mean, it's so over the top and it's, but it's, there's something glorious about, about that as well, because it's, it's like, could, if, if cons could be everything that, that we wanted them to be. And it, it was like, if a, if a con was like the world's fair and they, yeah. everyone just, it just, it, and, and I get San Diego probably gets a little bit of this, um. Anyway, but I I just love the fact that you know she, she loves superheroes, Captain um, Marvel specifically. And, yes, and now she's going to have to figure out how to be a superhero. Uh, and and with all her knowledge, she's really not prepared for that. No, because she has to learn what she can do. Because her powers yeah. are not Captain Marvel's powers. Again, no. that's, but her power should be something else, and that's an argument for another time. Uh, you talked about agendas, and yeah, most people just want a good story, regardless. And so far, like I said, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. Not surprised. I, like I said, I didn't really, I didn't have a dog in this yeah. fight. But I'm like, oh, no, you know, I'm, I'm quite enjoying it thus far. Uh, I the only thing I hate is is uh, lazy writing when it comes to telling your story. Uh, and that uh, I can point to a specific instance of that from Moon Knight, and it's when uh, uh, she gets her powers, she becomes an avatar at the end, and the, the little girl looked. Are you an Egyptian superhero? It's like that's just a little too on the nose, lazy writing. You know sure. what I mean? Kind of like a slack jawed look and a wow or something as she runs away. You get the point across, but it's just like, well, that's pretty. That's pretty ham fisted writing. But yeah. aside from that it fits, you know, the, the whole situation works in the story and that's fine. And that's what's happening so far with Ms. Marvel. Everything is well, just, yeah. it's just kind of organic and, and it, it, it all just seems to right now, it all just seems to kind of be working 
in a logical progression of events in this girl's life. Yeah, and I think, you know, uh you could you could point to the, you know, turning red or uh it just it's it's just allowing um a character to to ex- inhabit the world that she would inhabit. Right. Um you know, and that's why I get I get really upset to a certain degree about a lot of the trolling that's happening because the whole world isn't you. And that's what makes the world interesting. You know, I, if, if, if everyone in the, in the world had the same sensibilities, it would be the boringest. We, 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 you know, we'd still fight and that's, what's funny. Right. Uh, they would still find a way to complain about something. Well, you know, and, like, and let's, let's be clear. Not, the whole world isn't like you, whoever you are. Right. Yeah. But let's, let's, uh, there, there is a, uh, there is a tendency right now for studios to preemptively defend a product. And well, I mean, in, and, 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 but, they, but in doing so, yeah. they tend to paint with a broad brush. Yeah. I mean, and I that's not right either. I think, I think in general society is struggling um, with how to be inclusive without forcing it, I guess, in a way, or, and, and again, yes, like you said, in, in Moon Knight, it's the, oh, you're an Egyptian superhero. Um, if you could, you know, people should just connect with it or they don't connect with it. Exactly. Um, I see, I see a lot of movies, even movies that I think are good. And some movies that I even like that I don't connect with. Like there's no real in for me to take. Mm-hmm. Um, I prefer movies where I find an inroad, um, you know, and, and that I can go, okay, uh, you know, now I get to see it from a different angle. I'm a little more, but sometimes you just, there's just, it's just not your life. Yeah. And it's, it's so foreign to what you experience that really you should just sit back, shut up and watch and go, Oh, that's how someone sees the world. That's how, you know, I mean, that's their different perspective. Yep. That's interesting. Okay. And now knowing that perspective, how does that change the way I look at the world? Um, you know, does it make me, more or less considerate doesn't you know i whatever i mean i the the idea that we want i I mean i we we have so many years and years and years of of films and of series that that cater directly to uh, a white male audience that it's so dreadfully boring at this point Um, i mean if you if you if you've watched movies if you watch tv you know, for you know, I've been watching TV for forty-five years. Um, at a certain point, you've seen all of that stuff over and over again. So the fact that we can get something that's a new perspective, that's a, a different thing, I'm excited about that. That's that's great for me. Um, I mean, like for instance, this is we haven't really talked about this, but the new Star Trek um, that they have. Uh, Strange New World mm. is great, and and is it? And it yes, is it? It is yes. Okay, I'll take your I word for it. I, I I think it's the best Star Trek that they've had since '94, and I just love what they're doing. Um, and it's more progressive, and it's it's allowing, you know, and that some people like well. It shouldn't be. It's Star Trek was freaking progressive, and it always has been progressive. That's what. That's a major part of Star Trek. 
So if you're going to do Star Trek, it should be pushing the envelope as far as that sort of stuff goes, because that's part of why it existed. That's why it was there. Um, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Essentially, give me all the weird stories. Give me all the other cultures. Give me give me stuff that I've never seen before. You know, make it as good as you can. Make it as honest as you can. But just give me other stuff. And yeah, and and if it's good. Uh, odds are you'll find something in it. I mean, a, 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 a truly great show or movie is gonna. There's gonna be something in it that you can you can relate to. Um, but it doesn't. It doesn't have to. It does make it a little easier if there's any aspect of it that you can relate to. But like I said, the easiest thing is always everyone's got a family. Yeah. Everyone had a mother figure. And we're all dysfunctional. And we're all, yeah. There are no dis, there are no functional families. There's there's dysfunctional family and dysfunctional family and dysfunctional family. Uh, they're all dysfunctional. Uh, so yeah, but you know, just stuff like there's something for everyone. So yeah, you know, the names may change, the accents may change, the religion may change, whatever. But everyone's got a mom, a dad, a brother, a sister, a cousin. Everyone's got that neighbor. Everyone's learned to drive or failed to learn to drive. If you're I'm all gone. Yeah. Uh, you know, everyone's had a friend. There's there's something. And now if you build a good story around that, then yeah, that's gonna be good. And like I said, so far, Ms. Marvel, I got no I got no problem with this. Uh, and, and again, like, you know, and the complaints where they, they, they're saying it's not living up the source material, I don't know enough. Well, like I said, so. I know enough to know that they're deviating, but I I quote unquote object to that just on principle. Because, like I said, it's not like some background fourth tier character that they're kind of redefining. Yeah. It's somebody that they pushed as a major character and gave a title to. And it's like, so I find that odd. Yeah. But I, again, but I'm not invested enough in that character to get really butthurt about it. Yeah. You know, but I acknowledge. So, like I said, just on principle, I don't, I don't understand why they would do that uh, for any character, much less one that was yeah. built so recently. Yeah. relatively speaking. So yeah, so I find it odd, but I have to evaluate this show in a vacuum because I can't actually do a comparison. Like I said, I know just enough to understand what the show is doing, and I understand why some people to varying degrees would be upset about that deviation. But like I said, for me it's more just a it's just a a creative principle thing. It's like you no, know, it was created this the, these are the powers. Like the power is the fundamental of the hero. You know what I mean? And so it's mm, I don't sure. know. Just that that I just I kind of take issue with. But and, and I just I just and from my point of view on that, I don't know that stuff at all. Right. So I'm just viewing it as well exactly uh, what it is. Right, exactly what it is. And, and well, see, and my my complaint here will I mean, if anyone knows Ms. Marvel in the comics, she's an inhuman. Oh, okay. And she gets her powers through the Charge Mist. Okay, uh, but that literally—that's what I know, right? But the thing is, is like Marvel's Marvel owns the Inhumans, Disney owns the Inhumans, but they want the mutants back. But the two are not mutually yes. exclusive, so it's like, why on earth? I I just I, well, it's like they're they're I, preemptively clearing the decks to bring the mutants back, and I get it. Yeah, and but, I think that that goes. I think that 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 goes to an entirely different issue that ex- yeah. that exists in that the Inhumans they come with they baggage pre- now. Well, well, not only, I mean, but they were also, I mean, there were, there are, believe it or not, there are decisions that are made by corporations 
that they believe will make them money. And so they do it. Um, and I, I, you that's, know, the story always, crazy always, yeah, I know the story always was that because, because Marvel proper didn't have the X-Men that they stopped doing all mutant stories and replaced everything with the inhuman stories that were essentially, they were mutants, but under a different name. Right. Um, and so the, yes, when you, I think there is that sort of baggage that comes with it. Um, whether or not that was the real case or not, I don't know enough. I'm sure there are people who could could offer dissertations on that sort oh, of stuff. Yeah. But, um, but so yeah, there's a certain amount of baggage, and if but I don't think you're wrong. I did, you know, you you could have mutants and inhumans, and I mean, you it's it's not inconceivable. They could exist in the same universe. In fact, they they have, as far as I believe, in the comics. In the comics, yeah, they did. They they've been around so, forever. So I mean, I you know, the Indians might know, predate mutants. I'm not even sure because I think probably. they first appeared in Fantastic Four like way back yeah. in the day. So so yeah yeah. But again, so but like I said, I I don't I don't I'm not invested enough in the comics to get really upset. Yeah. But I understand why some people might be, and in the creative, I mean, it's like, but you have this whole other subset of people you could use, and sure. do the and do it correctly now. Well, <laughs> so, yeah, you know, there's just, I, I, you that's know. my that's my nit on her, sure power origin. But again, I I'm I'm enjoying the series. I I don't really have a problem with it. I'm interesting to see you know once you know her grandmother comes into this and we we start getting some more backstory. Um, I want to see how they wrote it, and if and if it makes sense and it's smart, then then I'll keep enjoying it. Well, and I can't help but wonder. And Disney always overthinks things. Uh, they always when they when Disney makes a mistake, it's more often than not because they've thought about something so much that the obvious answer isn't clear. Mm-hmm. And I think you know it's possible that they're like, well, Inhumans was such a disaster mm-hmm. um, as as whatever it was. You know that we don't want to call attention the fact that it ever existed. And, like we'd and, rather not. And so, and that's what I'm just, thinking. Yeah. And so let's just steer away. You know, let's let's not even acknowledge that it, it could be canon. Right. Let's just it, pretend like it wasn't ever there. And and you know you can do that and still have her story. But I, I you know I think Disney probably said. That's got too much baggage. That's just too too terrible. Yeah, like, you know, that, I think I think it was a self preservation move. Yeah, that's a that's a that is a notorious corner of our universe that we never want to admit that existed. <clears throat> yeah, and you like know? and like I said, so so, so uh, just the creative in me has issues with that. Yeah. Just from a general, I hate it when they do it with anybody. Sure, you know, I, I it, it just bothers me. It's like you well, thought enough this, of this character to make a movie about them, and then you change it. And this and this goes beyond. I mean, the the argument that kind of comes to my mind, but this is even further than that. Is the does Wolverine have claws, or were they, in you know, was he born with born with bone claws, right. or were they given to him when the you know later on? Right. Has he always had them or not? And and it's it's turns into this, you know. So that was the big controversy in in some of the. Uh, Wolverine films was oh my gosh she has bone they, they're like oh look at that and people were ruined yeah for for decades because of what you know that yeah. 
but but this i think this is a little different i think this does go a little i mean if they've changed it's like giving wolverine no claws i guess right um, it, at all yeah, yeah. and what just else, yeah so. i don't know it's just well like i said they they could come back they haven't said yeah we don't know if the if the if her powers are artifact based or if the artifact activates something. So again, there's a lot of wiggle room left in however many episodes we have left. I'm, I want to see how yeah. it plays out. Yeah. But like I said, it's my understanding that that is, I mean, cause a straight inhuman transformation is completely different. So, yeah, but no. And, and yeah, so right now the current setup is, is she gets her powers from an outside source. Right. And so we'll have to see if that, maintains or or what but like i said i'm i'm enjoying it i i i like this style i i'm 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 surprised at how at ease i was with the visual style let me put it that way so i was like oh you know this is actually really enjoyable i you know maybe thought it would get i would be put off but i was like no i kind of slid right into it i was totally okay with it so as long like i said as long as the story remains consistent i i don't think i'm gonna have a problem with the rest of this Give it a shot, folks. Yeah, that's give it a shot if you're if you're on Disney Plus and you're you're waffling. Give it a shot. Get two episodes though. Don't don't be one of those people that is one and done, because the one is really all the backstory, and two is where you start to see powers and whatnot. So, well, and, and and in the in the grand scope of Marvel, this you know, I mean, they've got a general plan, right? And 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 this factors in. In a way that it once again, even when this series ends, the story that's told in this series will continue. Um, and we've never really had franchises that work exactly like this before. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is world domination sort yeah, of right. franchise stuff um, that we, you know. And there, that so honestly, I mean, uh, we might not even know. The significance of anything until phase six you know i i don't i don't know i don't know how far they planned out i don't know how you know what sort of ideas and seeds they're planting now in these series yeah. now that they have them that they're going to you know uh grow into whatever the next phase is or you know i, I don't know maybe i give them too much credit maybe they have no idea and they're making up as they go but um it seems to me like they have you know, a, a sort of a general plan and everything is going to funnel towards, I don't know, one story, two stories, three stories. I don't know how it's going to be. I don't know if there's going to be eventual where all these stories come together. Yeah. They don't necessarily have to. Nope. They do not have to, uh, but they will intersect. They will cross over. They will bump up against each other. And that's to be expected if they're all occupying the same world. Uh, yeah. So like I said, Marvel has traditionally been good at making that work. So like I said, they haven't completely dropped the ball yet on that, so we'll see if they can maintain because uh, it's not an easy thing to do. So, no. um, so yeah, so that is that is what's on Disney Plus right now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, uh, which two episodes left? Ms. Marvel just got started. Uh, check them both out uh, and appreciate them from what the, for what they are. You know, have a good time with them. They're both enjoyable. Uh, lots of movies we. We still got to see, we still got to talk about, uh, and we will get to those as fast as we can. Uh, thank you very much for listening and coming back. I know we kind of had a hiatus there, but we're back and uh, we're we're happy to be there. So uh, don't forget to <laughs> don't forget to like us, follow us on social media at VS Movie Podcast. If you're on YouTube, click subscribe. That would be great. But until we talk to you again, I'm Mark. That's Ryan. Bye, Ryan. 
See you guys. <laughs> we'll talk to y'all later. Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.